Welcome to Mind Training and Homotherapy, a podcast that explores ideas to help you live a life that is more purposeful, intentional, and fulfilled. I am your host, Dr. Henry Gregory, and I thank you for tuning in. Hello, folks. Hope everyone is well out there today. I'd like to continue our journey in talking about this, what we call the seven rules of thumb and talk about discrimination, discrimination. I'm talking about discrimination as uh, one's ability to make decisions, to see differences. I'm not talking about um, putting people at disadvantage because they're different. I'm talking about being able to look at situations and make decisions about how we will approach things. You know, the one thing we get when we come to this planet is we get free will, free will. And free will says that I may not have a choice in what happens to me. Uh, certain things are beyond my capacity. Uh, one day I'm gonna leave the planet, I'm have loved ones leave, leave the planet. Um, may lose a job or <clears throat> have an accident, whatever. I may not have choices about that, but I always have choices about how I deal with things, how I deal with things. And what I'm proposing to you is that ability to make informed decisions, to use discrimination, can be fed, can be cultured, can be grown and made sharper, or it can be left to um, falter and be controlled and influenced by other forces with other agendas. Mm -hmm. So discrimination, discrimination, being able to, to make some decision about what's right or wrong for you, or which way to go and how, how to go. Each one of us makes thousands of decisions every day, thousands of decisions. Which way am I driving home, what I'm gonna eat, who I'm gonna to talk to, or how I'm gonna to respond to this one or that one. And many times those decisions are made um, way in advance of the incident. We've put it already on automatic pilot, or we already pro have a programmed response to whatever um, uh, situation customarily comes up. But what we're proposing is that the more aware we are and involved in our decision-making process, the more it will serve us, the more it will serve us. So again, it's not what happens, you know? I mean, you may have to spend 27 years in jail, who knows, you know? But how you do that time, that's up to you. That's up to you. So at some level, it's uh, what we call process over, over uh, content or process over outcome. In this Western society, so many things are assessed for their value and what it is the outcome, whether I make this money or get this promotion or get this acclaim or whatever I'm going after or not, that determines whether I was successful or not. 
Well, we're saying something a little different. We're saying that, you know, what may be more important is not the outcome, but the journey, but the journey. And the journey is better, more healthy, more inspiring, if we're being true to ourselves, being true to ourselves, and not just reacting or responding to external influences, but really looking at things deeper and seeing how they fit for us. Seeing if there's congruency, congruency between our, our thoughts and our feelings, congruency between our feelings and behavior, or between our thoughts and behavior. You, you know, we've all been in that situation where um, we, we did something and we knew after they say something kept telling me not to do that. Something kept telling me not to go down there or, or don't make that call or whatever. <laughs> when we are congruent and we listen to not only the logical mind, but the intuitive self, we tend to make better decisions because we're looking at our experience holistically and receiving the guidance that life is always giving us. And we're being um, grounded in our integrity. R accurate, healthy decision-making means that one is grounded in one's integrity. That means the decisions are consistent with one's highest values and beliefs. And one does not intentionally compromise them. So that means one has to look at things and say, is this consistent with what I really believe? Uh, or, or is this just uh, expedient at the moment? Or would it look like it give me some status or some wealth or some influence? Because you can do that, but I'll tell you, it, it's going to cost. It's going to, when we're not moving with our integrity, when we're not being congruent with the different dimensions of ourselves, it comes out in our health, you know? And, and not just mentally, but physically, because emotions and such get caught up in our bodies. Um, at some level, we, f we feel and uh, react physically when we're not being true to our higher selves. Mm -hmm. So discrimination is about being true to one's higher self. And that means re it requires having relationship with oneself and... Um, and clear relationships with others. So again, this is about internal work. This is about some assessments. This is about, about checking in, about going deeper and trying to understand how do I really feel about that? What do I really think about that? As opposed to being um, snap reactions that are many times programmed uh, responses as opposed to being true to oneself. So, and how we improve our discrimination is by following through on it, following through on it. So once we make a decision, 
to do what it is we say we're going to do. When we do what we say we're going to do, our minds get stronger. When we don't do what we say we're going to do, our minds get weaker. So our minds get stronger when we use our power of discrimination and we reinforce it by following through. When we do what we say we're going to do in response to our uh, discernment, then the mind gets clearer, it becomes sharper. And I'll tell you a secret, we can almost get to the point where once we say something, it's halfway done because our whole energy takes us more seriously because we have been consistent with what we say we're going to do. Of course, on the other end, when we don't follow through with what we say, that sabotages our ability to be clear, to be focused, to be uh, empowered in our use, use of our minds. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think I've probably said it before, you know, just even a little colloquialisms like, I'll see you later, you know. Uh, that's really a commitment. If I don't follow through with that, that um, sabotages my ability to uh, be clear and discerning uh, with my discrimination because I'm not following through. So, you know, it might make more sense than to say, um, bye, take care, then see you later if I'm not planning on seeing you later. <laughs> um, the, the point is just being aware and conscious when we are aware that gives us more options. And when we're consistent with whatever we say we're going to do, we get stronger on so many levels, so many levels. Mm -hmm. And it's important because things are continually changing, especially in today's world. And, uh, you know, it's really clear now, but, it, you know, it's always been the case. Nobody else can really tell you what's for you, what's for you. Uh, I can tell you what I like or what I think about whatever, whatever. But nobody knows what's really good for you but you, and you don't know it if you're not being still and accessing the deeper levels of self like that. Mm -hmm. The good news is that life is speaking to all of us all the time, um, affirming, validating, giving us messages, and even giving us cautions and warnings and, and, and um, sometimes trying to help us to see that we're headed in the wrong direction. You know, sometimes it comes out of synchronicities. Uh, you know, there's no such thing as accidents. So you start thinking about somebody and they call, or you're wondering about some, uh, some issue, and all of a sudden they start talking about it on TV or, or something. You know, um, life is talking to us a thousand ways. And the more subtle we get, the more attentive we get, the more responsive we get, the clearer it gets clear it gets. You know, having worked at times, you know, with uh, in the juvenile justice and criminal justice systems, I don't know how many times I've heard people say, it's a, I wish I had listened to, to, to my, I, I wish I had listened to that voice. <laughs> you know, um, seldom do dramatic things go down without some warning. Seldom do dramatic things go down in our lives that don't give us some warnings. But again, 
we're so often not paying attention that life has to up the ante and get more dramatic a lot of times to, to get our attention. And but when, when we can absorb those messages, when we can uh, be still and know, when we can be responsive to the messages that we get to, 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 from life, then we are more capable of making informed, healthy decisions. And that doesn't mean, because I make a healthy decision, that doesn't mean that we're not gonna have challenges. Um, it's my experience, as long as you're on the planet, this is a school, there's gonna be challenges. But what it does mean is you'll be more able to handle whatever challenge life gives you if you attend to respect and feed your power of discrimination. So it can be more clear, more accurate, and more dependable. <laughs> and again, listening to life helps us to get there, to get the information we need, um, both mentally and objectively, uh, both uh, intuitively and subjectively, so we can be informed in our decision-making. But we gotta be attentive. We have to be open. We have to be uh, courageous, curious, and attentive to, to really listen to life. That's open, curious, courageous, and attentive. Train ourselves to be present and receptive to the messages so we can incorporate them in our decision-making processes and we do better. You know, just like said that many of us have gone through the thing where we didn't pay attention to our deeper selves and we made decisions that uh, weren't that good. The opposite is true too. Many of us have gone along with our deeper understanding, aspirations, goals, visions sometimes, made decisions and things worked out a lot better than they may have appeared uh, logically at first. When we trust that part of ourselves and allow it to have an active part in the decision-making process. Mm -hmm. so. so again, intuition is a, 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 excuse me, discrimination is a process that we can grow, sharpen, make more um, viable if we follow through, if we at attend, if we're responsive to the messages that, messages that we get. Daryl? Yes, sir. Um, I like this topic. I, I like this topic because I, um, I absolutely believe in my intuition. However, that doesn't mean that I always listen to it. You know, that's, that doesn't mean I'm always um, attentive uh, to it. Um, as someone who deals with anxiety, I have to make a very conscious and deliberate effort to clear out the noise. You know, um, my brain can be filled with a lot of noise and that noise can create self-doubt. 
And so now you don't trust yourself anymore. You don't trust your own decisions. You don't trust your own intuition and you end up second guessing yourself. So what I find is that this, along with, you know, other things in, you know, I've, I've said this before, it's a practice. And sometimes we think of decisions and intuition and discernment when it comes to the big things like, you know, should I be in this relationship? Should I take this job? We think of the big stuff. Right. But it also shows up in the little decisions. Right. So if I look at if I go to a restaurant, I look at the menu and my intuition say, this is what I want. And I say, nah, I'm not going to get that. I end up getting something else. I always regret not following my intuition because it's never what I thought it was going to be. It's like, ah, you know, so in the little things, trust yourself, you know, go ahead. I'm I'm glad you said that because I'm I'm not sure that the universe itself really looks at things as being big or small. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's our stuff. Yeah. You know, but when we pay attention even to small things, it counts. Yeah, It, it, it counts. You know, it's not just the big decision, but but even on this plane, the little decisions build up capacity for the big decisions. Right. Like that. Right. Build up our confidence. Yes. Our, our, our acuity, you know, just. Yeah. And that's what it is, building up that confidence, because as you make these so-called little decisions and they turn out to be positive and it's like, yeah. That worked out just the way that I thought it would. You know, I I, I trusted my gut. I trusted my intuition. You start to trust yourself more. And now when it comes to tackling what we consider to be the bigger things, we're more inclined to trust ourselves. But, um, you know, like I said, it, it often requires us to make a conscious effort to block out the noise, you know, and, and there's tools that, you know, can aid in doing that. So for, for myself personally, I'm a big fan. of. I've become a big fan of journaling because, like I said, as I deal with anxiety, I have to get I have to do a brain dump often, you know, to get this stuff out. You know, I'm 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 up in the middle of the night filled with self-doubt. Okay, let me just write out whatever it is that I'm thinking. And then often, in addition to writing, writing down what I'm thinking, I'm also writing down affirmations. So I'm giving so I'm clearing something out, but I'm also giving something back to myself in its place so i'm feeding myself something positive in in place of the you know the judgmental you know thoughts and all this other stuff this self-doubt and negative talk that i'm giving myself i bring you know something positive back in that space you know and so when i'm doing that um consistently i find myself to be in a much clearer space mentally and spiritually so that i can be in a place where i can clearly hear you know what what god has for me i can clearly you know um hear that small voice to say take this route do this do that that sort of thing so the more deliberate and intentional the better yeah if we're past the time when i think when we can live laissez-faire and be okay Mm -hmm. because it's too much going on there's too much coming coming at us so we have to take charge of ourselves and decide what do I value, what do I believe in, what am I willing to do, and to be consistent with those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because because there's so much coming out at us that we will unintentionally end up down somebody else's path, you know, path, you know, uh, respond, re- reacting to to their uh, 
their influence mm -hmm. and not attending to ourselves. Exactly. And, and so many of us have not learned how to do that or what works best for ourselves and figuring that piece out. Because, you know, like I, I've said it before, like, you know, we are in a very, you know, toxic culture. And so we just accept things as a normal that aren't good for us. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people often, and I myself as well, talk a lot about social media. It's become a norm, but it can be very toxic. And what I've realized when I spent some time with myself is that the more time that I spend on social media, the more anxiety that I have at night. Gotcha. You know, go so ahead. So that brings me to, to when we are exercising our ability to discriminate, to, to make, make decisions, we don't owe explanations to anybody. You know, one of the things when you said social media, so often people comment on whether they, they think about it, whatever, whatever. Because it works for me doesn't work, mean it works for you. <laughs> you know, so it's above all to thine own self be true. That's the courage to to take this step, to trust that, that still small voice inside mm -hmm. and make that move. Now, everybody else may not understand it. Yeah. You know, but you have to be true to you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And Absolutely. you're going to, and if you're true to you, mm -hmm. you're going to feel at some level empowered and, and validated, whether everybody else understands you or whether there's a physical inconvenience or not. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, Everyone is not going to understand or agree with your process. But what will happen if you follow your own process, if you make the right decisions, if you use, you know, um, your, your own discernment and, and trust your intuition, is that the outcome is that you get a better you. Now, everyone else may not understand why they're getting a better you. They may not understand the decisions that you've had to make in order to get there, but you know that. So to your point, you don't have to explain it. You know, so myself, I've, I've taken the social media apps off of my phone mm. just to take away the temptation of the constant scrolling. Mm. And that's what I've had to do because I just, I, like I said, I've realized the impact that it was having on me. So it, whether it's temporary, whether it's permanent, I don't know. But I said, you know what, let me try this out because obviously this is not working. You're on a social media fast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> Nothing will teach you like yourself about yourself, but a self-imposed discipline, a fast like that, and you say, yeah. I'm not going to do this or I am going to do that, then things start to get clear yeah. like that. But as long as you're participating without uh, assessing, challenging, looking at alternatives, um, you know, it's, it's hard to get the full value of something. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, folks. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, hopeful that this has been helpful for, for you. You know, we, we all make thousands of decisions every day. What we're encouraging is to take some time and make more of these decisions consciously according to your values, your experience, your beliefs, your aspirations. And then just take notes. Just take notes and see how it works out. i tell you the truth. I'm not sure the universe believes that there are good decisions or bad decisions. <laughs> There's not but one place to go, you know, to the larger universe. And some of us will take the, uh, the scenic route. 
you know, some of us will go more directly and some of us will go. So if, if you make a decision that's not optimal, uh, that means that you may recycle in or have to have some more experiences to, to get that message. Mm -hmm. So it's not about, you know, guilt or shame. Or, um, I, I didn't do it or I was wrong, you know. So, okay, um, I, I, I didn't get it that time, so I have to recycle until I get this lesson. I'm, I'm retaking the test. Okay, folks, so take care. Do some practice. Check it out for yourself. See if it has any value. And if it does, you know, then start with a small practice of incorporating this issue of discrimination into your um, conscious practice and see what it brings you. See what it brings you. Blessings to you all. Take care. And we'll check you out soon. Peace out.